I was listening to a NFL show this afternoon, recapping week two. Okay. And one of the gentlemen on the show made the comment that he's a New York Giants fan and his life, family life, personal relationships are at least, this is what he said, at least 5% better with his team winning. And my thought is that is a complete fabrication. That's way too low. Dude, hilariously low. I'm thinking my life is like 70, 80% better when the Seahawks are a good team. Yeah. And uh, nothing makes me more sad than watching my team lose. <laughs> Who's your team, Mike? The Cowboys. Are you upset that Dak got hurt? I'm upset. But is Cooper Rush better? I, that's what I said. <laughs> when week one, I don't know if I was talking to you. I was talking to Carl for sure. And I was like, man, their offense looked way better when Cooper <laughs> Rush went in. There's some, uh, there's some very interesting like psychological studies that are taken when like a team's star player, star running back, star quarterback yep. gets injured and how it affects the rest of the team. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about it because you're a professional athlete and you should be trying the same amount every game. But there's like actual correlation data that shows that teams are surprisingly they're not better but they don't play nearly as bad as they should at the same time you're a human being right for sure and you feel things there's emotion there's momentum there's adrenaline there's a lot of football such a crazy sport man yeah you can't tell me the fact that the seahawks were playing against russell wilson and that didn't bring a little extra 100 pop to the game are you surprised they won week one i'm incredibly surprised <laughs> But I'm more surprised with how bad Russell Wilson has been so far. Like, horrendous. I feel like there's so much to talk about in the NFL. One of which being the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And a strange way to be one-on-one right now. Like, they haven't looked good at all, and they're <clears> one-on-one. No, if you're looking at their schedule to open the year, Seahawks and Texans, was it? Teams that are probably going to struggle for five as or weak, six literally wins. Literally as weak as it gets. Yeah. Who else is worse? Um, <laughs> not many. Not many. Not many. Maybe the Cowboys. Maybe the Cowboys this year. Hey, we're one and one as well. <laughs> Who we, beat? we beat the uh, Super Bowl finalists from last year. Yeah, the Bengals look not very good, to be honest. They're, the Bengals' offensive line is actually an issue. And Joe Burrow's going to have something happen to him again if they don't fix it. He takes so many hits per game right now. Like, not fresh off a of ACL, but still year and a half old. When he is shocked that he has time and he's looking over his shoulder. Yeah. On possessions and on plays where he should be looking downfield because there's no pass rush. Yeah. So that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he feels like he has no protection yeah. at all. Let's recap this week's Seahawks game, because there's a lot to say. Okay. Did you watch it? I did. And then, this can be quick, because there's not, there's not a lot of good things to discuss. But then we can go into the rest of the NFL, because this, I don't know, it seems like every single year that I watch NFL, it gets more and more complex. And more and more confusing as to, like, who are the good teams for some reason. 
Like to me, there's like two good football teams in the NFL, and then there's probably like ten that are decent, and then there's like fifteen that are tragic. Yeah, seems like I am not sure if there is a very good team in the NFC this year. Yeah, or even like I don't think so either. I think the AFC is way better. We're we've talked about this a bunch of times. The two the two favorites through two weeks are. The Bills and the Chiefs, for easy. sure. Through two weeks, easy. Yeah. Assuming that the Bills just kind of roll in the second half and win by double digits. They are, yeah. They just they stretched it out to 10 already. Yeah, it's 17-7. Yeah. Other than, other than that, there's, I mean, I, I do think that the Eagles have two really good lines on off, like their offensive line and defensive line are both like probably top five in the league, which is huge. Even like it, if you, when your lines are that good, it hides a lot of other issues that you might have. Um, I think Hertz is going to have a step forward this year, even though I don't, I don't think he's tremendous, but he's definitely good enough being the dual threat guy that he is. Other than that, Tampa Bay is not going to be very good this year. Um, Okay, hold yeah. on. We're going to come to this. We're going okay, to okay. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Seahawks week two had a very, very, very close battle with the 49ers. Um, just couldn't pull through in the fourth quarter, right, Carl? Man. Okay, so coming into the season, this is what I was expecting. I was expecting lack of production on offense. I was expecting to give up a lot of yards on defense yeah. and to see a bunch of double-digit losses. It just It is what it is when there are a lot of positions that are extremely weak. Extremely weak. Yeah, We have a couple good players surrounded by young guys, which maybe will get better throughout the year, maybe will not. But there's just a lot of guys that are just are not are not NFL players on other teams in the league. Yeah. Right? Totally. A lot. Man. Part I, of that, you under, is, there's an understanding part of that too because you're trying to build something new. But it's tough when you know for the next few years you are going to be a bad team. I think most people know that in the Seahawks organization. I think the only person that is delusional, whether or not he believes it or not, is Pete Carroll. Yeah. But like in interviews, telling everyone that they're going to win ten games this year. I I don't even know if he's lying or he actually believes that because he's a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely a little crazy. He do any other coaches in the league get more fired up than Pete Carroll on the sideline? No, he's. I, I've I've said this before. He's a tremendous motivator, terrible coach, but good at what he does. If. Other pieces are around him, right? Yeah. If you have a, a great OC in DC, yeah, Pete is a really good head coach for sure. He just fires guys up. He gets people to believe in the system. He, for some reason, it seems like they're they draft quite well historically in the last like two decades. They've drafted really well late in rounds. Yeah, and they get a lot out of like guys who coming into the league are not expected to be. Starters are good players. Yeah. But man, there are some pieces. <laughs> In the first quarter, I write notes every game that I watch. And 
as you go through the game progressively, they get more and more heated. But like the first few things I just, I, I said were, it was the worst tackling performance I've ever seen in the first quarter. <laughs> it was unbelievable. There was probably seven or eight different plays where guys were hit behind the line of scrimmage and they resulted in 15 or 20 yard plays. The, the one that I remember the most was, I think it was the first quarter run by Debo Samuel and it went for like 40 or 45 yards maybe. Third and four. And it looked Third like he got gets, hit behind the line and broke gets about... driven backwards behind the line. <laughs> broke about six tackles. And he's one. he's probably the hardest guy in the league to tackle but that's just embarrassing if you get that much push at the line and that happens it didn't happen once in the first quarter Mike. it happened a handful of times yeah the only pot i'm reading through my comments right now on the game my only com my only positive comment is wosu is a fucking beast he's our best player on our team yeah he is uh single-handedly running the defense right now <laughs> i mean jordan brooks is actually quite good and if he had anyone around him, I think he could be a superstar in the league. Yeah. He had like 150 tackles last year or something. Really? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He was, was he a rookie last year or second year? Second year, maybe? Then maybe this is his third year or something like that. It's... No, this might be his second year, Carl. This is, I'm pretty sure this is his second year. He, uh, he beat Bobby Wagner in tackles last year. Wow. Uh, so he's good. I think Diggs is good. Wosu is a beast. He's had two really good games in a row. Yeah. It's just at corner and the second safety position is just absolute liabilities everywhere. And it's terrifying watching these guys. There's one guy on our team named Kobe Bryant that probably should change his name because <laughs> he's doing a disservice. But like, man, every... if One of the comments I wrote down was if I was on the other team either an offensive coordinator or a quarterback, I would throw at Kobe Bryant every single play <laughs> for the entire game. 75 plays, throw at every single time at that guy. Is he a rookie? Yeah. We had three rookies starting at DB. We had a rookie That's safety. Tough. We had Kobe Bryant, and we had... Uh, uh, what's his name? Woolen. Wow. Woolen is an athlete, and I think we'll be we'll get better. But there's just, like, you can tell he's physically gifted enough to play in the NFL and to be a good corner. Yeah. But he's just not there strategically, like, sen game sense-wise yet. It's never, it's never a good thing when both sides of the field have issues on the left and the right. Two, two rookie DBs playing opposite each other when your veteran... Safety is gone for the year and probably a leader to that defense. Yeah. Um, they're going to be even more confused than before. There's really not many positives to go to, to, go to week two. It was pretty ugly. But I did find the offense was horrific. Yeah. It's kind of weird how. Amazing Gino looked for one half and how inept he's looks for the next four or six quarters. He's never looked comfortable. Like he always looks a bit lost. Yeah. I don't know. 
if it is just like a skill thing and athleticism thing, I'm not totally sure. There's a reason he's been through the league and never was a real starter. And it, I mean, Drew Locke is not very good, but you can't have a worse. I, I doubt his abilities are that much worse than Gino. And if they are, I truly feel bad for Seahawks fans. And he's, and he's the young guy you brought in from Denver in the trade. You feel like he should get a shot, especially if, like, if Seattle's one or two wins in like 10 or 11 games in, I don't see the harm in playing him. And that's probably where they're going to go. But knowing Pete Carroll, he's probably like, oh, we can still, we can win out from here and get to seven and 11 or something like that, seven and 10. Watching the preseason, this was my comment to Carl was, Gino probably is making more plays currently in preseason, but Drew Locke looks like a quarterback. Yeah. Like he's at the line reading defenses, calling plays, pointing out blitzes, whereas Gino is just like, okay, my job is to take three steps back here and throw it into the flats. Yeah. Whereas, uh, I don't know, Drew's potential looks much better. So at the start of the year, I, based on my limited knowledge and watching preseason thought drew lock was a a more long-term let's get better throughout the season option yeah whereas geno smith was like let's try to win a couple games early for sure um it's it was devastating watching that offense play football this week and the, the the thing that's really interesting to me at least when you look across like week one to week two San Fran lost to a truly horrendous team in week one. And then they looked. They in looked, a monsoon. In a monsoon. I'll give, them, <laughs> I'll give them that. But you you have to be, you also have to be kind of bad to lose to the Bears. Yeah, it's a fair point. <laughs> Honestly. And, and, and they're the only team to win. Seahawks were the only team to win in week one in the division. That's correct. And then the only team to lose. They went from first to fourth. That's correct. But I mean, I hope I hope after week one you weren't too excited about this team. Me? I hope you kept your uh your thoughts kind of sane after week one. Even Dude, though be hundred percent Carl knows. Week one was so fun because I went to the game and it was like Pretty cool atmosphere. It was very, very, very loud. It was fun to boo Russell Wilson. It was a... And it was a Monday nighter, right? Monday night game. Yeah. time games are awesome. It was uh, an interesting win, for sure. Yeah. But, like, there's things in the second half where you're watching and you're just like, this is not a football team. Yeah. On both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And then, like, this is how good your offense is, right, guys? Seahawks fans out there? This is how good your offense is. We finally put a drive together in the first half. Finally. Get into the red zone. And guess who your OC and Pete Carroll decide is uh, going to throw the ball. I saw your zone. comment in the chat about this. It was, it was a great comment. What? I don't even remember the exact comment, but <laughs> what said, in the fuck are we doing? You said, you said you trust, 
you trust Geno Smith so much that you let a receiver... Th- no, you let your fourth-string <laughs> your, your running, running back throw the pass in the red zone. <laughs> DJ Dallas. He's a special teams player. Yes, he's young. He's exciting. He's athletic. He might be a running back one day, but he's like the third or fourth guy on the depth chart. Yeah. What in the fuck are we doing here? It took a long... Guys, let's be honest. We're not going to be in the red zone all that often this year. We're letting DJ Dallas throw passes now. This is, it's week two. We're down, I think we're down 14 nothing at the time, maybe 13. They kicked a couple field goals. 13 nothing. 13 nothing. Yeah. A touchdown there kind of like gives you some momentum, gets you back in the football game. For sure. And we're fucking let, letting our fourth string running back shot put a ball towards the goal line <laughs> in the hopes that there's someone there that can try to make a play yeah he so to put this in perspective dj dallas was on the five yard line when he attempted the pass dk metcalf was kind of at the back of the end zone so that's 15 yards dj dallas's pass flew five yards (laughs) one third of the way towards (laughs) actually an open dk metcalf in the back of the end zone Literally, all you had to do was kind of lob it towards the corner and DK would have made a play. Instead, he shot put it at directly at the other guy's fucking chest on the goal line, 10 yards short of the receiver. That, man. That tells you everything you need to know exactly. right there. It tells you what the coaching staff, what the entire organization is assuming that this year is going to be. I mean, the fan base knows what it's going to be. It's yeah. not going to be an exciting year for the Seattle Seahawks. Pete Carroll might be the only one who doesn't know. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, a when, problem. when everyone knows you're a three to five win team and your coach thinks you're a double digit win team, it's, a, it's an issue. But hey. Good news is we have the Falcons next week, and they're not good. So there's a chance at home. There's a chance at that home. That we could go to and one. It's true. <laughs> you believe us. We're going to look back at the end of the season, and we're going to be like, guys, we were 2-1. and one. We had a legit chance. <laughs> and then our record's going to be 4-19. and 19. Fuck, man. There are, watching a lot of football this Sunday, there are a lot of teams in the NFL that are better than the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. A lot. And some of these, <laughs> some of these comments, I don't know if you do this, Mike, but this is fun for me because I get to go back and read all of them while we're podcasting on Monday night. I just read the comments that I wrote down throughout the game and they're hilarious. Horrific tackling first quarter. Wosu is a fucking beast. Kobe Bryant, I'd thrown him every play. <laughs> Finally get to the red zone and have the four-string running back throw a pass. <laughs> so many missed tackles. Kobe Bryant is horrific. This guy needs to go. <laughs> and the next one. Bryant is so fucking bad. <laughs> oh, man. Make a goddamn tackle. Play calling is so questionable. Down, uh, down two scores. End of the third. Running the ball on second down. Running the ball on third down. Punt on fourth down. <laughs> We're down two scores. The fuck's going on? That's tough. I love that you write that stuff down. What is going on? <laughs> Listen to that again, Mike. We're down two scores. It's the end of the third quarter. 
We run on second and eight. We run on third and four. We punt on fourth down. That that that's just the Seahawks to a T, though. It's just like this is why I hate them so much. I can't stand what they do sometimes. Fourth and one. Yeah. Fourth and one. Offense has been trash. We're down two scores. Punt. <laughs> Jeez. The outlook is bleak for the Seahawks. It's uh. I don't know. It's going to be a, a tough year to be a Seahawks fan. It's going to be a great year to be a waitlist member on the season ticket holder list. Oh, you're going to shoot up that list. I think I was 72,000 at the beginning of last season, and I'm maybe two seasons ago, and I'm now 52,000. So I came down 20,000 in the last two years. I think most of it was when Russ left. Yeah. But this year could be a twenty twenty five thousand dollars dollars Jump down to. I think so too. Twenty thousand spots down. We were chatting with some guys in week one. Me and Brady went to the game, sitting in a bar outside, and at like two p.m. a couple hours before the game, and they had just got season tickets, and they were freaking fired up. Yeah, two of them were from Alaska. One of them was from <laughs> Idaho, and they all. And I was like, "Well, you so you guys got to take flights here every freaking game. That shitty." They're like, where are you guys from? We're like, Vancouver. It's a two-hour drive. It's awesome. Anyway, they, uh, it's like, how many games do you plan to come to if you're flying every time? It's, it gets pretty expensive. No kidding. <laughs> they said they're going to try to come to four games and sell four, but that's the dream, Mike. Would you, when you get your tickets, will you go to every game or will you sell some? I think it depends on the year. The games are so fun. And the, the atmosphere really, is, it's, you can't really explain it until you go. We'll find out this year what happens. Cause like if, if it's a bad year, if it's a three and 14 season, yeah, the last few games of the year are going to cost 50 bucks to go to, which you might as well just go. <laughs> but at the same time, the atmosphere is not going to be the same. If you're playing the 49ers in week 16 and they be by 25, like it's not going to be that fun to be there. Yeah. So I think every year it'll change, but the games are so fun and they're going to be good again. Eventually I like our GM. I like our OC when Pete eventually leaves and uh, he gets to actually play football. Yep. I don't know. Football's so strange, right? You look at, I made this comment to Marco this weekend. Oh, Nothing gets me going like a Kirk Cousins run. <laughs> a Kirk Cousin awkward stumble towards the first down line. Um, I said to Marco, "I going, girl. Remind me what we're we talking about. Oh, quarterbacks. Okay, there's five teams in the league." who are fired up about their quarterback, and they will give them unlimited dollars on their salary yeah. to keep them. Yeah. There's another five that are decent and can win games because the other team is... The team around them is good. Then there's 22 other teams. And all of those teams are basically going through a mental breakdown trying to figure out how they can get someone to snap the ball and throw the ball down the field. Mm -hmm. And all 22 of them are in a constant rotation trying to figure it out, right? There's so many teams 
that just have a shitty guy at quarterback that have no chance of winning no playoff games. I mean, right? no chance. Literally, no chance. Who is? And maybe this is this is a good topic. Who is the worst quarterback in the league that you think can get to a Super Bowl this year? Can get to a Super Bowl. Can win a playoff game is question one, and then can get to a Super Bowl is playoff two. Is question two. Okay, the people that come to mind immediately are Matt Stafford. I'm not going to bite on that one. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Because the NFC is not that good. Yeah. So, like, if the Niners' defense is lights out towards the end of the year and they make a run, could happen. Yeah. <clears throat> Jalen Hurts. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. They've and built a really the good NFC team sucks. around him. Totally. Yeah. We were just talking about that. The NFC is not that good. So, like, someone coming out of the NFC is probably going to be the answer to that question. Yeah. Uh, in the AFC, I think there's too many good quarterbacks. Who in the AFC? AFC. Herbert is a good quarterback. Herbert's terrific. I know uh, you won't you 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 won't admit to it right now. Russ is a good quarterback. They've the three three of the best quarterbacks in the league are in the same division now. Do you think I think Russ is good or bad? I think I don't I think you think he's good, but you won't admit that he's good. I think Russ leaving the Seahawks dropped him out of the top five <laughs> and down to about fifteenth place. <laughs> there you go. And in the first two weeks of the season, he's proven that. Yeah. Last week he was garbage. Not garbage, but he didn't win the game. Yeah. And uh this week he started six of twenty. I mean, you could you can re if you take you could realistically argue the five best quarterbacks in the league are in the AFC. I'm gonna go through them. The only Patrick other Mahomes. person to put in that conversation is Aaron Rodgers, and he just doesn't have as good a team. He doesn't have the weapons, guys. no. Hundred percent. Okay, so you have Mahomes. Easy. Uh, Josh Allen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in order. So, in in my professional opinion. Okay, and I'll argue with you. Okay, Mahomes at one. Okay. Josh Allen at two. I put Josh Allen one B. Okay, that's fair. I think one A and one. I B. think they're interchangeable currently. Okay. Josh Allen is very good at football. He's exceptional at football. Um, and then you have Lamar Jackson. No, not three. Josh Allen to me I'm, is about seven or eight. In in the AFC, I think Lamar is phenomenal. I know we disagree with this, but... I think if Burrow had more than zero people blocking for him, I think he, he would be higher I, than Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar just gives you... Lamar gives you more, and he does more with less weapons. Burrow has a top, other than his line, he has a top three weapons in the league Burrow for skill players. Ahead of Lamar for me. If I'm picking a team Herbert's right now, there too for sure. 100%. I like real quarterbacks. I don't want a running back playing the quarterback position. Okay. Fair. The, the, problem, the problem is, Trey Lance is a great example. The problem is, you are literally one play away from your season being over. Right? And a guy like Herbert, a guy like uh, Burrow, a guy like, I mean, Josh Allen is a little bit of a different apple because he's kind of best of both worlds, but he has the physical 
body to withstand a lot of that shit. But yeah. like the Peyton Mannings, the like real quarterbacks, yeah, they are really good at what they do, and they don't need to run, and they don't want to run, and they protect themselves. And Russell Wilson's a great example of that, right? He's played eleven years in the league, and he he got hurt one time and missed four games. I find that interesting about Russ because earlier in his career he was a runner as well. But how many times did he get hit? You watch him run? I did. He'll get six yards and slide. Yeah. Lamar Jackson tries to get the seventh yard he does. every single time. He does. And eventually he's gonna hit the wrong guy in the wrong position and his head's gonna be fucked or he's gonna break an ankle like uh Trey Lance. It's shitty, man. It's so shitty to watch. It's I the mean, worst part of the sport by far, like watching injuries like that. It's so cringy. To, but at the same time, you, as a QB, you need to figure out that you are more valuable to your squad when you are wearing a jersey than standing on the sideline and coaches. I, I, I agree with you to a point, to a degree, but you cannot, com- you have to, you can't compare certain running quarterbacks to others. Trey Lance has a 0% chance of leading the league in touchdown passes. <laughs> Lamar Jackson has already led the league in touchdown passes in a year at, when he was in his second year. So to say he's just a running back, I think it does him a massive disservice because he threw for like 40-plus touchdowns one year and rushed for a handful of others. So he is still a very good thrower of the ball. What I do think is that if they continue to run him and design runs for him as much as they do, just based on percentages, he's going to get injured. It's like cold calling, man. You hear, watch all those uh, YouTube videos on cold calling. The more no's you get, the closer to a yes you are. Yeah. Same as the QBs, man. The more hits you get, the closer to an injury you are. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem with Baltimore is that they they have a backup that they tried to draft that does the same thing as Lamar, but they've basically um, designed their entire offense around a scheme that only works for him. So if you substitute a throwing quarterback in for Baltimore, half their playbook is gone. Do you hear, uh, if you were watching the Seahawks game, you probably heard this, but at halftime, the, what's his name, Shanahan? The uh, Niners coach? Yeah. Yeah. Shanahan was asked, what percentage of your playbook is gone now that uh, Lance got hurt and Jimmy G's in? He said 75%. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But me and you agree with the fact that Lance getting hurt gives San Fran a better chance to win games. This is a very insensitive point to make, right? It's very, very insensitive. The guy... It fucking sucks, right? It's a young it's, dude it sucks. that is trying to be an NFL star. Yeah. That is very good at football. He breaks his leg and your team got better. Yeah. I think 100% the uh, 49ers are a better football team. As much as you hate Garoppolo, he, he got them to a Super Bowl and he almost won a Super Garoppolo Bowl. Garoppolo is not shitty, right? He's not shitty. He's he's a mid. He's, he's a not mid. a star quarterback. Yeah. 100%. He's, he's around that like four. 13, 14, 15, 16 yeah. kind of range, right? He did his job really well against a shitty team yeah. on Sunday against the Seahawks. And they had a really easy victory and he looked like a superstar. You'll you'll have a couple of Jimmy G you'll have like one to two games a year well where he'll probably cost you a couple of games because he's 
he's just he doesn't have everything you need to like pull out certain certain outcomes. Mm. But most of the time, he's not going to try to overextend himself. He's not going to do anything out of his comfort zone. He's not going to, he doesn't turn the ball over too much. He's not going to throw too many passes, but he doesn't need to. He's kind of like, he's kind of like a slight uptake, a slight upgrade to like a Ryan Tannehill. He does what he's supposed to do. He doesn't turn the ball over very much. They have a offense designed about around a good running game and good schemes. And most of the time when they do choose to throw, they have such a good play action game that he finds receivers that are fairly open. And they build a defense to let you score 20 to 24 points and win games. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Who do you think is going to win that division this year? It's between two teams for me. I think the easy answer is the Rams. I think the... uh, I don't think the Cardinals are that good. No, I think they're terrible. Okay. I think it's between the 49ers and the Rams. Okay. I was going to say the probably underdog of that that division that might actually win it is the 49ers. Yeah. Because it seems like all the NFL people are saying Rams and and Cardinals are going to be the teams that are going to win. I think the Cardinals are contend. dog shit this year. I do not think they're good. But I also <laughs> I also have so many friends that are Raiders fans that I love seeing them collapse like they did on the weekend. Love it. It's so fun. <laughs> Derek Carr is another person in that fucking mix, right? He's in the fifteen to twenty. Yeah, it, it's. It, it, he is a he decent can be, quarterback on a team that is He can be so good or so bad. So, I mean, that's a guy right there that is capable of winning a Super Bowl yeah. on the right, in the right system, yeah. on the right team. Same as Jimmy G. I put them in the same category. Yeah. Tannehill maybe slightly lower than both. But the, to answer your question, that is kind of it. But, the man, it's such a crazy, crazy sport. That literally in the world, there's five guys yeah. that are good at this one position. Yeah. Literally five. In tennis, there's maybe like a dozen that can win a major. Yeah. Maybe 15. In golf, well, in golf, there's 60. Not, not in, not in the primes of like the Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal, because they were the only guys to win for, I don't even know how long, 20 year span. Did they get upset? Very rarely. Like almost never, like they they were in the finals. I think of like ninety five percent of every single major for twenty years. That is wild. As an individual sport, that is super wild. Yeah, <clears throat> it's crazy that. Oh, nice throw! Nice go. The, di- the difference, though, like in tennis as an individual sport, you're still against a one human, right? See, that's yeah. Versus that's, golf that's is like different it's for such sure. A strange, different sport. Individual, but against every single other person. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like a 1v1 match like in tennis, but against 149 people at the same time. Totally. You're 1v1 against them. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like other things that come into play versus like golf is 100% you're in your own little world. Yeah. You can't really intimidate other golfers. Your, yeah. And your outcome is not relate, like you, your outcome cannot be affected by somebody else's. Like in tennis, somebody can beat you with, a certain shot. Sure. Golf, golf, no one can, no one can affect your own game. 
And four rounds in a row. Yeah. And this is getting off of football chat, but the way a PGA event was won on the weekend was insane. So, Mike, this is a fucking sports podcast that <laughs> is designed around the Seahawks, but we don't have a ton to talk about the Seahawks, so the, um, uh, yeah, the so options are open. If you see a it was insane. If you see a picture of where these two guys were and the fact that Willett was he was one stroke up, right? At the time. Willett had four feet and Homo was thirty yards off the green. And one of them made a three and one of them made a one. And it's not in the order that you think it was. <laughs> but it was just it's it he goes from he literally goes from thinking is two putts from three feet to win to having to make a three-footer to win and then having a three-footer to lose. Not a three-footer, like a no, five-footer. Yeah, five-footer, yeah. It was one of the craziest finishes I've seen in a while. A long time. Um, I told you earlier I had a fun statistic for you. All right, let's hear it. So... It's not about the Seahawks. It's not, but it's about a player in the position. That, so we'll get into what I want to talk about, but the, just this this stat is amazing. The Chicago Bears, through two weeks, <laughs> have a total of eight completions to receivers. Okay. Cooper, Cooper Cup had eight receptions in a five-minute span yesterday. And the Bears have eight total receptions to receivers through two weeks is uh their qb is the young justin Ohio fields guy. yeah fields yeah he is he's gonna be good if they let him do what he's good at but the Bears scheme is so bad um that they're doing him no favors they have but a terrible line they have terrible receivers and they have terrible play calling isn't he like a like a Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson he's a, guy? He's a dual guy, but he can stand in the pocket and throw, um, and he's a big boy. He's more of like a he's more of like a Josh Allen than a Lamar. Like, he's not strictly running, but, like, he's throwing to absolute garbage with plays that are garbage. <laughs> um, Would you say their play calling is worse than the Seahawks? No, impossible. I know, that's how I feel, man. That's how I feel. One of the things I wrote down was like, our game management, our strategy is just horrific. Like, it, it means something to not have the guys to execute. Yeah. But if you're not even considering trying to execute, that's a different story. And one of my, one of the, one of the smartest football minds, in my opinion, um, I follow him on, on all social and he always posts things that I find interesting. Um, and what the best offensive coaches do in football, uh, and it's the same across the league. So Justin Jefferson is an example. So he is in his second year. Um, he's probably already a top three receiver in the league. I've heard it's him and Devontae Adams top two. Him and Tay are probably one and two, yeah. But... The oh, <laughs> do you see that? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, the, the bills are about to be up by 25, <laughs> just like that. Um, but what the Why? best hold offensive on. coaches hold on, hold do, on. yep, 
As a center, f- center fielder in baseball, <laughs> I understand when you're running and trying to catch a pop fly and you're diving head first. Why are you, why are you sliding on two knees? <laughs> when you're trying to feel the punt as a fair catch, why the fuck are you taking a full dive? Forward? I know. <laughs> Let it hit the ground. Yeah. That was unreal. Um, so what the best coaches in the leagues in the league do, if you're an offensive mind, is whatever you can to get the ball in your best player's hands is what you should do. So with Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup and Devontae Adams, like people always say, you know, like they're the only offensive weapons on this team. Why don't you double them? Why don't you do this? The reason it never works and the reason they're so good week after week is that their coaches put them in positions where they're going to get the ball in their hands and they're going to be able to make a play. So they put them in motion. They put them on a side of a field by themselves. They do a lot of play action. The stuff that shitty teams do are put their best posi- best players in positions where they don't get the ball at all. So the best example of this is the Falcons coach. And the Falcons don't have very many good players to begin with. But they spent a lot of draft draft capital and they're going to spend a lot of money on Kyle Pitts, who's like an athletic freak. He plays tight end. He's like six foot seven, two seventy, or some stupid thing, and he runs like a four four. <laughs> okay, he ha- I think he has maybe three touches through two weeks, and they repeatedly they repeatedly line him up against DBs and people that he can't beat because DBs are just going to be as quick. They don't put him in motion. They don't do anything to get him the ball in certain positions, and. Reporters asked him this yesterday, and they said, "This is this is why this is why head coaches drive me nuts." The reporter says something like, "Why or what are you doing to get Kyle Pitts the ball more?" And the coach responds with, "This isn't fantasy football. We're going to do whatever we can to win the game." First of all, <laughs> the Falcons suck. They're not winning any games. Second of all. Why do coaches who get asked certain questions about their players always say it's to like they get so defensive about fantasy football? <clears throat> like if some if somebody asks them a question that they don't like, they say, "Oh, this isn't fantasy. This is real football." But he he's not doing anything to actually improve their chances of winning. And his answer to a legit question was, "This isn't fantasy. That's why we're not getting our best player of the ball." that's anything in life though right like head coach is just a normal human being and they get paid five million bucks a year sure they're in the nfl they're in the spotlight that's tragic best chance to win the super bowl (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck the tampa bay buccaneers are fucking garbage yeah they're not favorites this year to win their quarterback has cte (laughs) the guy can't fucking think we're going to get to that. <clears throat> Back to your point. They're regular humans. They feel emotions like regular humans. And they answer questions dumb like regular humans do. <clears throat> Think of any position in any job of any time and you make a mistake. And you get confronted about it. Yeah. What is your natural reaction? It's to be defensive. Yeah, it's true. And they're just being defensive, man. Yeah. They're being defensive because they know they fucked up. They know they lost. Well, to be and to be fair on that point, 
one of the things I respected out of the new Denver head coach is that the next day he came out and said that he made a mistake at the end of the game. He was like, he was like, yeah, like when we, when we thought about it and we like in the moment, I made the wrong choice going for the 64 yard field goal. And he came out the next day and said, yeah, I should have given Russ the ball instead. Like it should be more common to admit when you're wrong, but people just have an issue with it and head coaches have an issue with it. One thing I said to Carl last week though, is if that field goal goes in, the narrative the entire week is Russ drove the ball down the field, got them into field goal range. They another field goal another they comeback. They're, you know, he, he's a new quarterback in a new system. He did enough to get the W and they're on the track, right? I try, to track. Look, I try to look at that stuff objectively and not outcome-based though. That would have been the, the, the second longest field goal ever. And the longest Ever. outside. Longest and all the lo- time outside. Longest all time. All time. <laughs> and you're doing it on a on a away game at sea level. <laughs> and you're trying that. If I was a Seahawks fan watching that, I would have been ecstatic that they were settling for a field goaler. Dude, I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I thought it was a joke. Yeah. We were at the game. And I was like, what? It's funny but that... Why? It's like fourth and four. Yeah. Why are they... They're going for 65-yard field goal. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? It was wild. And then they kick one. Someone calls a timeout. I can't remember. And it wasn't even close. No. And then they... Someone called a timeout. I was like, oh, this is an advantage for Denver. Now they're going to throw the offense back out there, obviously. And then they try to kick it again. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I couldn't believe it. It's such a weird way to end a football game, right? Really weird. As a home team, obviously you're excited that the kick didn't go in, but it's like a weird reaction. You're like, oh. This game was never close. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. It was super weird. I totally get that response. Think strategic-based versus an outcome-based, right? Did you make the right decision in the time to put your team in the best position to win a football game? If at the beginning of the week you said, hey, there's going to be this opportunity at the end of the game, you're going to be down by, what was it, one point, I think? Yeah. You're going to have a 64-yard field goal or it's going to be fourth and four and Russ is going to get the football. You just paid him $680 billion to be on your team. Yeah. And it was it was just weird to me how the whole thing played out. Like they had timeouts. They had a minute left. And it was like they were running down the clock with they like did. a chip shot to win. And they were running down the clock thinking the game was going to be, like, even if he missed, they could have got the ball back with a couple of, like, probably 10 or 15 seconds left. So I think they had two timeouts left at the time. I'm fairly certain they did. Two or three. They either had two or three. They I had, think they had two. They had, okay, they had I, more than one. The last play ended at 55 seconds and they ran it down to 20. Yeah. And P- I'm pretty sure Pete called the timeout right before they kicked it. Yeah. And then the Seahawks got the ball back because they missed and they called two timeouts on the kneel downs, which is like at that point. Did you just ridiculous? Uh, I, I don't like the Mannings broadcast. I don't like, like, but they do have insight. And did you see the video of them watching the end of the game? I uh, know I didn't. It was awesome. Like, there was 55 seconds left and. Both Mannings were like, they're like, okay, take a timeout, take a timeout, take a timeout. And then it was like 10 seconds went off and they're like, okay, call your timeout. 
And then it was like down to 20 seconds or whatever it was. And then they called the timeout and then they were both like, oh my God, what, like, what did they just do? It, it just like, you have, you have. Losing a game in football is so much bigger than other sports because there's so much less time for you to make that back. Yeah. Because there's only, there's so few games compared to other sports. And teams repeatedly, they have all year to plan for this stuff. And year after year after year, they still make the same mistakes. Like it blows my mind how bad coaches are with timeouts and time management. Speaking of time management, was it the Ravens yesterday? Uh, Ravens were up 20 in the fourth? No, it wasn't the Ravens. Who was it? It was who's playing the Jets? Oh, the Browns. That was one of the worst. That is going to go down as the worst <laughs> time management in the last decade. Yeah. They had two opportunities to go down inbounds for first downs with two minutes left. Yeah. And at that point, the Jets had zero t- zero timeouts, and they could have just run out the clock. It's a very Browns thing to lose that game because it would have been another touchdown. Chubb goes in for fantasy points, gets another TD, and <laughs> to go up 13, and then they lose. Because the Jets score and recover an onside kick. Um, that was ridiculous. But what I was saying is the most Browns thing to do because that was like the first time in, I don't even know, like 15 years that they could have started a year 2-0. and oh, And they <laughs> lost to the Jets that way to go 1-1. One and one. To the Jets, too. It was amazing. The Jets have won three games in the last four years. Yeah. Okay. I got some notes from around the league, Mike. Okay. Um, one. I mentioned this earlier. Brady, 100% SCT. The guy needs to get fucking checked out. Dude, last year, he didn't know what down it was. 60% of the time. This year, well, he's, dude, he's hurling iPads at other people on the sideline right he's now. He's like 58 years old, man. Also, Give him a break. he's starting fights with 23-year-old athletic black men. If I, dude, I'm 33. I'm not 43 like he is. I'm 33. And I have no interest in starting a fight with a 23 year old athletic black dude. Yeah. At the end of the game, he's getting his teammates kicked out. Mike Evans can't play next week. Yeah. There's something wrong with this cat, man. And he's already down his other two starting receivers. No, he's down all three. Man, at this point, you're hoping, like, again, this sounds very insensitive, but you're hoping for the Trey Lance thing. You're hoping, like, as a as a Bucks fan who thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl or wants to make a run, you're hoping Brady gets hurt and gets out of there. <laughs> I don't know if He's I go that far. Absolute liability. Absolute <laughs> liability. Do you see him? He's literally frisbeeing iPads around the around the sideline. The guy has a certain fire to him. I'll give him that. He's losing it. <laughs> okay. Well, twenty five years in the league. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a time. lot of hits to the head. It's a lot of hits. He's losing it. Uh, second thing. How the fuck is Joe Flacco a quarterback in the NFL right now? Right. I am 80% sure when he won the Super Bowl, he was in his 30s. And that was 20 years ago. Um, when did they win? 2006? To be fair, 
their young quarterback they drafted is injured. But you got to have a better option than Joe Flacco. <laughs> but hey, the guy just won a game. <laughs> I, if you asked me going into week two, how many years has Joe Flacco been retired for? I would have said more than five. I'm not, <laughs> dude, I'm not, I'm not kidding you at all. This is 100% honest. And then I'm watching highlights and someone says Joe Flacco. And I was like, oh, did he have a kid in name of Joe Flacco Jr.? <laughs> Joe Flacco leads the Jets to a comeback victory. That's insane. I, I, I could have sworn. If you asked me 24 hours ago, how old was Joe Flacco when he won a Super Bowl at the uh, Baltimore Ravens? I would have said 32 years old. And I, in my head, that feels like 15 years ago. I can't believe he won. He had, he did Isn't have, that insane? He, he had insane arm strength though when he was younger. But he, was he, he 23 was, and I he, thought he was 35 he, he when he was, won? Like, no, he was like, I think he was second year in the league. I think he was like 30 when he won. So he's in his mid 50s right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, that was one of the more surprising things I've ever seen in the NFL. I'm, I'm not joking. I could have sworn he has been tra- retired for five years. Um. Okay. Next thing is Russell Wilson. Okay. Why? Why was he? Look at his first eight games last year. I mean, he's he had a phenomenal career in in Seattle. My opinion is he's going to go down in history as the best Seattle Seahawk of all time. Yeah. His number is going to be retired up there. That's why I'm keeping my jerseys. I'm not going to wear them for a few years, but I'm keeping them. Is he (laughs) a better Seahawk than Beast Mode? Yeah. 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 That's I mean, a fair point. Russell Wilson was a third round draft pick, physically not that gifted. He's 5'10. Yeah, he had to fight for his spot through training camp, too. I remember he was against, like, I think it was Matt Flynn at the time. That's right. Yeah. I'm surprised you remember that. Yeah. We picked up Matt Flynn from the uh, Packers the year before. I only that, know that because Matt Flynn is tied for the most touchdown throws ever thrown in a game. I think he threw six for Green Bay. Let me look that up. No, no, no. I I remember that game. I think he did. I don't know if it was touchdown throws or yards or something. No, I think it was. I think he threw six or seven. It was was mental when he did it. And I can't remember if it was Aaron Rodgers' injury or it was like week 17 when. Yeah, it was one or the other. Yeah. And the following year, the Seahawks picked him up. Like was in it that, the following it was year? that off season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Six touchdowns. Six? Yeah. Okay, because two had six this week. Yeah. That's right. And like four hundred and sixty yards. Yeah. I'm gonna have a scotch, Michael. I would love to. I feel like there's unlimited things to talk about in the NFL. Yeah. Um one of which is Brady's not gonna last the season. I this is this is my Tell me if this is uh, offside, Michael. Okay. I relate Tom Brady in the NFL as a quarterback to Joe Biden as a president of the United States. Oh, boy. Both are senile. Both have no clue what they're up to. They're just showing up, putting on a tie and a suit, and hoping for the best. <sighs> this is this is your pod? Not so, bad, right? Not bad. Hey, you, dude. Open-minded I, to feedback. It's it's hard to um, relate Joe Biden to a <laughs> six-time Super Bowl winner. Okay, but 
think about it more like he's past the good years. He is past the good years, but he's not <laughs> on television saying incoherent sentences that don't make sense. He doesn't know what down it is sometimes, but he didn't look good in week one. He frisbeed an iPad at his buddy's face in week two. He started a fight and got his buddy kicked out of the game in week two. Yeah. So week three, like maybe things are rough. We're at on home. an upward trajectory. Maybe here. things are rough at home with Giselle. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> I care if he's going to win a football game or not. That's all I care about. They are two and zero, so he is winning football <laughs> Suspect. games. They put up three points through three and a half quarters this week. They did. That's um, similar to Russell Wilson's production. To be honest, <laughs> I have two questions for you. Through two weeks, yeah. who is your most disappointing team? And okay. who is your most surprising team? Most disappointing, Cincinnati Bengals by far. I was on the Cincinnati Bengal train last year. I was really, 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 mostly because I hate the Rams and I think Matt Stafford's a joke. But I put him in the category of Joe Flacco winning Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a Cincinnati Bengals fan in the playoffs, knowing that the Seahawks didn't make the playoffs last year. And so starting 0-2 and looking really, really... Not really, just 0-2 against good teams. 0-2 against not good teams. bad teams. A the, Mitch Trubisky-led Steelers team and a Cooper Rush-led Cowboys team. I think they're my biggest surprise. Yeah. Uh, biggest... What was the other question? Uh, most impressed by. Most impressed by... Hmm. I mean, I have not watched one second of New York Giants football, but seeing them 2-0 makes me smile for Giants fans. Good for you. Um, the Coming into the year, I thought the best teams in the NFL, this was my guess, the best five teams in the NFL were going to be the Bills, the Chiefs, the Broncos, Oh boy. The, this man, is this is what I'm talking about. Tannehill is lights out right now. Yeah. Right? Uh this is this You is know what? what? Most surprised by Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Two and start. Philly's good. Um, but we talked about this on the car right over here. Tennessee was the number one seed in the AFC last year. Do you remember that? Number one seed. I don't remember that. Their their uh, their offensive line is much worse. Their defensive line is much worse. And a team that builds themselves around running the football and play action Mm-mm. when you are trailing games and when you have bad line play, you're not going to be a very good team. So when when they're down 21 points to a team like the Bills, and they can't give the ball to Derrick Henry 25 times a game, and Tannehill is forced to throw the ball. Shit like this is going to happen. When was the last time a team won a Super Bowl with the best running back in the league? Almost, ever, almost never. Has it ever happened? No, almost never. Maybe this game was 7 7 20 minutes remember, ago. I literally, I know. <laughs> the only thing I can remember is the uh, Kurt Warner, Mar- Mar- was it Marshall Falk? Marshall Falk. He was, I don't know if he was the best running back in the league at that time, but he was probably top three or four. Yeah. And they won a Super Bowl. That's because, the only thing I remember. But most times, the way to win Super Bowls is building defensive line yeah. and having a pretty good quarterback who can figure shit out. Absolutely. You can fit in one of 
250 running backs. Yep. And and if your O line is good, you could be the most talented. You could be the most talented running back in the world. And it if you ha- if you're getting pushed back at the line of scrimmage, you're averaging one yard a carry. Doesn't you matter. can have the best line in football with a shitty running back, and he can look like a god. Can you remember anyone else? Literally, the only name that came to mind was Marshall Falk, and that was 20 it, years ago. Look, just look up, look up uh, Super Bowl winners from the past 15 years, and figure out the only. I think the only running back that has won an MVP in the last little bit was when the Patriots came back against the Falcons, and James White had four touchdowns, I think. But he wasn't even a running back really. They used him as a receiver a lot. That was the twenty-eight to three comeback. Game. I don't even remember that guy's name. Yeah, James White. James White. I don't remember that guy's name. Yeah, at all. he had three other three or four <clears throat> touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Like the Seahawks won with Marshawn Lynch, but like at that time he was he good, was but he wasn't of, the he was best. Towards the end of his career, too, for sure. Right? He was early thirties, for sure. And he was running the ball a lot, but not. Know, it wasn't the, the when, focal point of the team. When the Chiefs won, they used three different guys. Dar- uh Daryl Williams was their no, lead guy. I mean, absolutely no buddies. Patrick Mahomes is more valuable than no. Not, it's not even team. close. It's not even close. No. <clears throat> when the Eagles won, I can't even name their running back. Carson Wentz was. They didn't even win with Carson Wentz. Oh, Foles! They won with Foles. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wentz got hurt. Early, yeah, first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Man. It's incredible that, and and I could I could probably spend three hours talking about this. It's incredible to me when teams only six fifty. Tannehill got uh, benched. Nice. Who's that? I'm not sure. Willis. The Lamar. No, it says Willis. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, Malik Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Is that the first round? That was the best QB going in this draft, wasn't it? Yeah, and I, I think he's going to take Tannehill's job at least by the end of the year. I mean, it can't if they're, get much if they're, worse. If they're if they're if they're bad, if they're really bad, it's going to be like a Seahawks situation where the the veteran guy gets benched for sure. Um, but I also yeah. So this is what I could talk about for a couple of hours: the fact that teams still draft running backs with top ten overall picks. Instead of building lines and drafting QBs, Carl, make a clip out of that. <laughs> don't, uh, don't do it, guys. Don't uh, listen do to it. this. Stop NFL, drafting running backs NFL, because GMs. you think they're really good at football. Don't do it. Don't. They do it. are good because the Alabamas and the LSU's and all those teams are just bigger and stronger and faster at the lines, and they create so much room for their running backs that they can literally run for as long as they want. So that, and when they get to the NFL and they get put on, they get drafted early onto these shitty teams with shitty lines. Jacksonville. They're absolutely <laughs> tragic. So that's one, point one of two. Point one of two is the lines. In these top 10 college teams that are always top 10, i.e. Oklahoma, i.e. Clemson, Alabama. Ohio State. Ohio State. Auburn. Yeah. There's lots. Michigan State. 
Yeah, Michigan. Their lines are better. Their lines are better. Their lines are better. They recruit but, the bigger and stronger kids. But the second and maybe more important thing, Mike, is even if Alabama gets the best running back of all time ever, ever. Yeah. They get fucking Henry. Yeah. He's their running back. When you get to the NFL, what's the fucking average lifespan of an of a running back? A good RB? Maybe three to six months. Yeah. <laughs> right? Maybe. Maybe. The good ones are like 18 to 24 months. Yeah. So that's 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 a very good point. My next point is that instead of oh my <laughs> that is that's Willis's career just ended. Tannehill is subbed back into the game. Yeah. Um what teams should do He just shattered six of the twelve ribs. How he, many ribs do you have? Eighteen? Six in, and them are gone. Instead of teams oh, instead of teams trying to hit on these running backs or wide receivers and a wide receiver stock is worth way more than running back stock because it's usually a 1v1 matchup uh, like the Jamar Chases like the Justin Jeffersons uh, what teams should actually be doing is trying to stockpile as many draft picks as they can because the actual rate and the actual uh like your draft success is usually way less than you think it is. Players don't pan out as well as you think they do. And the best way to hit on more draft picks is to accumulate more draft picks. So what teams do when they have these top five picks and they're using one of them on a running back, you're usually just saying, I I concede to being shitty for the next 20 years again. If you use the first three round pick on a running back, you're essentially just donating that pick to the world. You're yeah. just donating it away. It's it, gone. She gone. If if running backs were that important to the league, the best players in the league that the outcome of the game would be situated around would be running backs. When was the last time a running back was the best player in the league more than one year in a row? I, I don't. It's never best, best ever player happened. or most like most important player, most valuable player. Right? Derrick Henry had one year. Adrian Peterson had one or two years. Derrick Henry had one year, and he lost to Patrick Mahomes. Shocker. Yeah, the playoffs are different than the Playoffs are different, for sure. Playoffs are different. But it's still... But, okay, when, when was the running back the best player on the team for more than one year in a row? Yeah, I agree. Right, the best player on the team on winning teams is often the quarterback. The second or third best player on the team is often the defensive line. The drafts are so fucked, man. I don't and understand when people take running backs in the first round. What a, it makes no goddamn sense. A position that is highly uh, valuable that is not drafted correctly is a versatile tight end. So try. Uh, we were talking about this guy today. What's his name? Nixon. Uh, on who? Buffalo. Knox. 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 But yeah. Knox. Knox is nothing compared to the most important player to San Francisco is not their quarterback. It is not Debo. It is not anyone defensively. It is George Kittle. George Kittle is an absolute monster. If you've ever watched him 
block in the run game or pass catcher of the backfield. He's and he's an absolute freak. He's the best run blocker in the league by far. And he's also a top three pass catcher tight end. He does so much for their offense. It's actually disgusting. And the fact that he's injured right now hurts them, hurts them a lot. They're going to be a lot better when he comes back. Um, but a position where you have two jobs usually where you can pass block and you can also catch, it's not drafted correctly. It's such an interesting comment. Because as you're saying that, I'm thinking of like the all-time tight ends in my head. And I'm think I literally I can only name two. One is Antonio Gates, and yeah. one is uh, Anthony Gonzalez. Okay, and do you you remember who the tight end was during the Patriots' claim to fame? Uh yeah, the brain dead guy that does all the insurance commercials now. Uh, their offense is not even remotely the same if you don't have him. What's A good tight end, name? Gronk. Huh? Gronk. Yeah, Meathead. Um, Meathead McMeaterson. It's face. hard. It's hard to. Shitty. It's hard to nail a tight end. Um, but if you get that right, they open up a lot in the offense. Do you think that guy was the best player on their team? Gronk. Yeah. I mean, it, I, Brady was the best player on their team. Brady has CT. <laughs> but Gronk was a close second. Yes. Interesting. Okay, so. If you're drafting, and that's why, that's why, that's why, sorry, this is why smart teams like the Pats, they roll out two tight end sets a lot before Aaron Hernandez turned into a killer. Yes. Their offense was actually, it was a two tight end set running routes almost every single play. It was awesome. And it's just a mismatch. You can't defend a guy that is that fast and that big on both sides. And you just can't do it. This is why I really like getting Noah Fant as a CX fan. Yeah. And unfortunately, I don't think his career is going to last as long as it takes us to get good again. Yeah. <laughs> but he is that, he's that dude. Noah Fant is good. He's really, he's really good. He's very good. I don't know how old he is. Uh, he's not very old. If I was to guess, I'd guess he's like 25. Yeah. Like I, think it, I think you're right on there. He's I think he's mid 20s. Yeah. Younger ish. Yeah. 24. Fuck. He's younger than I thought. Okay. Someone like that who has really good hands that can run routes, yeah. who is a really good pass blocker, yeah. I totally agree, is a really, really, really valuable guy. Um, but do if, him and Disley play together? or do Rarely. They, yeah. So that's a problem with the offense, man. Like The way they run their offense, they always want Metcalf and Lockett out there. Always. 100%. Mm-hmm. Then there's usually a third guy, and then there's usually one tight end. Yeah. I think you'd be better off Playing a two tight end set. Well, you also you first of all you need a quarterback that isn't inept. But if you ran a two no, tight end set with Lockett on one side and Metcalf on the other side, I think their offense would be better. Could be good. It would be better than it is right now. It's interesting. Well, good is the word, but on better. Monday night football. The Bills have subbed in their third string quarterback. Yeah. At the be- end of the third quarter. Who is your pick for the most disappointing team so far? I mean, you could put the Titans in that category, yeah, but going, I, I said the Bengals. But yeah, I mean, yeah, going from Super Bowl to zero and two against two bad teams, but let's not forget the Titans were the conference regular season winners last year. 
I think... And they're getting embarrassed two weeks in a row. The reason I didn't say that is the Titans. Oh, oh geez. Again? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's getting... Ben, that's like the fourth turnover in like eight minutes. If uh, you Have are you a, ever seen that before? If you're a punt returner, you should be DMing the Titans right now because the job is opening up after this game. If you're not on crutches... You could possibly be the Titans <laughs> punt returner right now. Oh no, it came out the back. And then Tannehill threw two picks yeah. in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. Have you ever seen that before? Four turnovers in the last 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, they did get it back. Lucky. Oh, they lucky. did? Oh, okay. Three. All right. False alarm, guys. False alarm. Glasses in there. Would it? So I've been on teams, and this is partially a shot at myself, but I've been on teams where you're subbed in in the fourth quarter, and you're like, good luck to you, sir. We're down by 40. Yeah. Give it a whirl. It is such a shitty, demeaning, athletic position. No kidding. There is literally no motivation. All you're trying to do is not fuck up. So you can stay on the team. It sucks. Like, what is the purpose of, uh, what's the goal of Willis right now? I don't know. Get him reps with the first team guys if you plan on. Literally, as he's in there, all he's trying to think about is like, I don't want to get fucking get injured. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right? If someone's coming, if someone's blitzing towards him, he's just throwing the ball away. Yeah. He's taking a... He's taking a grounding penalty. He's not giving a shit about this. It's true. What's the, like, what's, why not just fold the game? Can you just say, <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills are up 41 to seven. We'll, we'll take the L. Yeah. We're going like, to, every single play that goes by, someone else is going to get injured. Yeah. Whether it's an O lineman, a running back, your backup QB doesn't matter. NFL is crazy. But we love it. It's the best sport in the world. It is the best. PGA. So this is my thought. Mike is a PGA professional. <laughs> Denny is probably the farthest human away from being a PGA professional as humanly possible. And I love it so much. But the NFL is the most absorbed I get in a sport of all time. Yeah. Every week I'm dialed in. Ryan Tannehill had a good good outing. Eleven for twenty, hundred and seventeen yards, two interceptions. You know what? I hope I hope I hope Malik Willis takes his job because at the beginning of the year, Tannehill made some bullshit comments when they asked him why the Titans drafted a quarterback and asked if Tannehill would help with his like development and play calling and whatnot. And Tannehill said, it's not my job to baby a rookie. Like, if, and I understand, like, he's there to take your job. But, like, at the same time, like, be a team guy. If he's going to take your job, he's going to take your job. Don't, don't be the, don't be the QB that says, I'm too afraid to lose my job that I'm not going to mentor this guy. That's what I hear. At all times in every situation, I firmly believe. 
that you should be helping people at all time. It's it's a long-term reputation thing. And if Tannehill's reputation goes down as, first of all, being a crap quarterback, <laughs> second of all, being a shit human, like, w- why not be like, hey, my name's Ryan Tannehill. I haven't really won many games in the NFL. Yeah. Kind of been shit for the last six years. But they drafted this young guy. Absolutely, I'm helping him out. If Malik Willis becomes the greatest quarterback of all time, and Ryan Tannehill from the beginning was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to teach this guy the ropes in the NFL for seven years. How much better does that look? Dude, you're a legend. Yeah. Versus, fuck this guy. Now, you suck at football, first of all. Second of all, you're a shitty human. Yeah. What reputation do you have to go off of? Nike's not giving you any more deals. TSN doesn't want you as their uh, commentator. No. Right? Tony Romo is a prime example, right? Tony Romo was a pretty good quarterback. He didn't win any playoff games. I think he was 0-27 in the playoffs. Romo was a good quarterback, in my opinion. He takes a lot of shit because he never won in the playoffs. Never? No, I I don't know if it was never, but like... It seemed like It seemed like he never won. Dude, I agree with you. I'm on board. But he was undervalued. I think he's better than Tom Brady. (laughs) He was a good quarterback. He was fun to watch. He was entertaining. And he was tough as hell, too. He was very, very, very smart. Yeah. He's like the Phil Mickelson of quarterbacks, right? Yeah. He Remember Phil Mickelson's interview? Where he's like, to be good at golf, you either need to be extremely intelligent or the dumbest human on the planet. Yeah. You got DJ, who's the dumbest human on the planet (laughs) and is so good at golf. Then you got Phil, who is overanalyzing every single aspect of every single shot. The blades of grass... The precipitation on the blades of grass, like ridiculous. Do you think? Do you think Bryson is the smartest side or the dumbest side? I think Bryson is tries to be the smartest, but is one of the dumbest humans <laughs> on the planet. Oh boy! Oh my! God. Did he recover? You it? can't make this yeah. shit up, man. We were just talking about four turnovers in fifteen minutes. They got it back, and then Willis. L- that was almost as bad as the with Sanchez bum fumble. <laughs> Did he hit his own guy and fumble it? He ran into his own guy and fumbled it. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yikes. That's not how you get uh, subbed in. The uh, no, that guy got his hand no, on it. Oh, he ran into his <laughs> tight end. Man. Um, this is. This Bills team is going to be scary. If I know they're playing the Titans, but they shut down the Rams last week and they shut out the Titans this week. If they have a good defense to go with their like historically good offense right now, they're going to be scary to beat. Just too bad the Chiefs can't play them in the Super Bowl because that would be electric. What do you think about rejigging the playoff scene? So I have no I, issues. I really love the cream rises to the top. This idea, right? Yeah. The best people get to play at the end. The PGA Tour does this cool thing where they have this FedEx Cup and then they have like the best players of the entire season, the top 30, get into this tour championship and then they play for the FedEx Cup. Yeah. It's kind of a cool idea. In the playoffs, does any does any sport rejig the AFC, NFC, the Eastern Conference, Western Conference, whatever, whatever. None, right? Not Why not? Really. 
the the goal of the sport is to put the two best teams together at the end, right? The what like it's not the same, but one of like the comparisons that I can think of is that in European soccer there is the league table and then there's also a league cup. So um like the league table is just for the season, but then there's also a league cup where uh which is like not as important, but you get every single team in England gets to play for this title. And if you get hot at the right times, like a league, a third division team can make it all the way and all the way and all the way and all the way. And if you're a very, if you're like a Liverpool or a Chelsea or whatnot, and you start playing badly, you get eliminated from that. And I like the idea that. I like the idea of the best team winning things. Like I feel like if the Bills and the Chiefs are the two best teams and they they play each other, it's going to be like you're going to get those comments where it's like, "Oh, the 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 championship is in the divisional or it's in the conference finals. It's not in the Super Bowl." Cuz the two 100%. best teams aren't playing in the Super Bowl. 100%. That happened a lot in the NFC in the last decade, right? Yeah. The best teams were either the Packers, Seahawks had like a few good years, the 49ers had a few good years, the Rams had a few good years, the Bucks had a couple good years, the Saints had a couple good years, and the AFC was trash for a while. Yeah. Why not, man? Why not make the sport better? Why not make the best two teams play? Why yeah. not make the Super Bowl more exciting? How many I, Super Bowls have you watched that are just like garbage? I like the idea of of uh I've always liked the idea of reseeding teams after the regular season. So you play the regular season how it is, and then based on your record you get reseeded. So, Together. Right away. Yeah. No. Right no, away. No, like like if the after if the, every if round? The, no, no, no. So like if the Chiefs if the Chiefs finish the regular season at fourteen and three and the Bills finish at fourteen and three. They would be the first and second seed, so they'd go on opposite sides of the playoff bracket. So right away. Yeah. So the playoffs are set based on record, regular season, on two sides. Yes. So like the NCAA. Yeah. So it's not you're not going to get into a situation where they play each other before. But do the they season. reseed every round? Uh, I don't think you could do that. You, I mean, you could if you wanted to. Like, let's say the Bills make it. And the first round is the first seed. And the 16th seed, who is 9 and 6, Oh, I see what you're saying. Them. I see what you're saying. Do you reseed after mm. that? Or do you just keep mm. going down the bracket? I like that. I like reseed? that. Yeah, I like that reseed. So you never really know who your opponent could be. Yeah, I kind of I do like that. Man, the NFL <sighs> definitely has some issues. And there's a few things that we could... I mean, like, me and Mike are... Should we just volunteer a resume and be like yeah we got we got better things here i we're gonna i mean i'm a pretty busy guy but i have an up-and-coming I mean, real estate career but if the nfl did want to employ me i wouldn't be opposed to it i would do it for free so what's that guy's name goodell goodell Rod roger he has no fucking idea what he's up to that guy is. So if Roger, if, needs if Brady help. has CTE, I don't want to know what Goodell has. 
Do you play in the FL? <laughs> no, but he's got some issues. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to admit that Brady is fucked up. I mean, how can you not be taking hits for that many years? I would be. I just want someone to acknowledge what is actually happening in real life in Tampa Bay. Brady is not a good quarterback in the NFL. Currently, if you were to rate 32, is there 32 teams? 32 teams, I think. If you were to rate 32 teams, I would put Brady probably like 19, 20, 21 in that kind of range. 10. So currently, literally no chance of being 10 based on the first two weeks. You're watching the first two weeks, right? You're not basing I, it on his I, career. I agree. I, I, first two I, weeks. First two weeks. I, I would put him in the no chance 10 to 15 range. I don't Literally think you know no how chance. bad some people are at football. Literally no chance. <laughs> like Russell Wilson is one and one and he's way better than Brady. <laughs> Brady is so bad the first two weeks, man. Have you watched their games? I have. There's I, been multiple times where his receiver's wide open, 30 yards downfield, and he throws it 22 yards. Remember our fourth string running back who threw a football? Five yards when yes. he needs to go 15. Don't compare him to him. Don't do it. Don't do if it. If the ball goes seven yards short of where <laughs> it needs to be, that's a big, big gap. One or two yards, acceptable. Seven yards, not. Throwing iPads at your teammates, no. Not Starting acceptable. fights, getting your top receiver kicked out of the league, no. He's 47 years old, man. Yeah, he's uh It's like seven years. Is he, he forty seven now? He's at least forty seven. Carl, how old is he? Forty nine? Forty eight. He's fifty confirmed by producer Carl, he's fifty one years old. Do you think with Allen's size and as much as he runs, he's gonna get hurt at some point? I think Allen's Allen seems to be smart. Sometimes I've seen him get popped. That's correct. Quite a few, but yeah. Is there any way we can substitute the shitty game to the less shitty game? Yeah. Even though both might be equally shitty at this point. I think it's like twenty four seven for the yeah. Eagles. Uh. Okay. So <clears throat> next question for you. Okay. What? Uh, Okay, one of the Next. best things about this is what I think about myself. One of the best things about being friends with me is you can ask me any question and I will give you a 100% honest answer and I, not fuck around with you at all. I can't can't comment. Say it. What's your comment? I'm not going to say it. Huh. No, I don't I want to be invited back. I don't want <laughs> I don't want your question until you comment. What's the comment? Uh, we'll discuss the comment. The comment is, is more important. Tom, than the has Tom Brady ever been good at football? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Has he ever been the best quarterback in football? Best QB? Yes. Solo? Yes. No. <laughs> if you're picking a team, if you are building a team that is going to win the Super Bowl tomorrow, in every single year that he has played football, there's been a better quarterback in the league than he has. He's been. Bill Belichick is 100%, 100% the mastermind of winning all those Super Bowls. 100%, in my opinion. 100%? 100%. I don't remember Belichick 
being the one that came back from 25 points down in a Super Bowl. He designed <laughs> what happened. And was every single... Someone has to make those throws to come back. Someone has to design the team that c- comes together that does that. Okay. Next five weeks, you have to give your honest opinion. Okay. Falcons next week, 1.25 p.m. What's the... Do I get a spread or do I have to pick spread? Uh, the spreads will not be out yet, I don't believe, but that one might be. Yeah, so that one's out already. You have Seahawks minus two and a half. I'm going to say next week is our only win for the next handful of weeks. So I'm going to say Seahawks win by somewhere between one and three points. Your schedule is extremely easy, easy. to start the year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, so you might want to you may want to take that comment back. Why? Play the Falcons. Yeah. Then you play the Lions. Loss. Where? In in at Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. And then Loss. you play at lose, lose New by Orleans. 10. You play at New Orleans. Law. Easy loss. Probably lose by 15, 20. Versus the Cardinals. At home. At home. Lose by seven. I think you're underestimating how bad the Cardinals are. I think you're underestimating how bad the Cardinals <laughs> are. <laughs> okay, then at the Chargers, that's going to be a loss. I'm planning to go to that game, but it'll be a loss. And, and then at home versus loudly. the Giants. Probably loss. So are you happy with two so happy with two three, wins i currently called three wins i called the falcons yeah and one more i don't know if you did you said lost to the lions lost to the saints lost to the cardinals lost to the chargers lost to the giants all right so two and seven two and seven i mean that's that's an, i mean imagine right. if they were good they could be on a perfect season watch right now with that schedule I think the Saints are better than people think they are. They could be. They lost a really strange game to Tampa. They did. That was a weird football game. It's tough to be Brady. Brady is shit, but the team around him is really, really good. <laughs> it's like put a super team together. Bucks have a tremendous and then install, defense. Install a foldable chair at quarterback and like a 50 year old I mean once in a while chair. the chair fucking collapses <laughs> and the football goes downfield and one of their ridiculously world class receivers catches the football <laughs> and see you later we win that's what it seemed like that game was hilarious did you watch that game I watched part of it I watched most I was of at it. the airport during it so I didn't see all of it so you're not a real football fan. I am. So my opinion matters more than this. I watch most of it. And Brady is horrific. Like, institute any world-class quarterback currently. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Can their record be better than it is right now? What are they, 1-1? 2-0. Oh. It could be, yeah. <laughs> they could win games in a reasonable fashion like Josh Allen is <laughs> winning games 40 100 to 3 Brady looked 
like a high school quarterback for 3.75 quarters. I'm not, I'm not biting. Stop looking at me. Not I'm, not, bi- I'm not biting. He wasn't good at the end. He was good for like it's two and a half minutes. I believe your comment earlier said, when you get to the Super Bowl, make sure you win because it's very hard to do so. That's correct. And he has more than anyone ever. I have a lot of admiration. Say <laughs> so you respect Brady. him. 100%, man. How do you not? If you don't respect them, you're a moron, essentially. But I don't think he's the best quarterback of all time. Okay. That's fair. I have opinions, man. I'm allowed to have opinions. You're I, allowed to have opinions. I agree. Probably my opinion of best golfers of all time, outside of Tiger Woods, like if you go to the next like 2 to 25, yeah. our lists are going to differ, right? I think they are too. I think, in my opinion... There has never been a person better at playing quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. But I think Brady is the best winner ever. But he's not the best at the position ever. So my opinion is Bill Belichick is the best winner of all time in the NFL. My opinion of of Tom Brady is he was really good, really good. For a decade. Yeah. Shitty. Not shitty. They really good for a decade. Pretty good for a few more years. And then shitty afterwards. And he just got associated with the right people at the right time. And it worked out so good. Like, you comment on Gronk, right? If Gronk is not in that system, how many less Super Bowls does Tom Brady win? I think I could tend to... I think I could agree with you more if he didn't go to Tampa and win immediately against Mahomes. He had the best defense in the league. By far. He had a good defense. If you rank defenses, rank defenses out of 100. His defense was 99. The next defense was like 83. It's not even fucking close, man. He had the best humans on the planet Giving him the football back. He had a tremendous defense. Literally the best, man. Put them in the ranking of top three defenses of the last decade. Like, let's say Seattle won their Super Bowl in 2013 because they had the Legion of Boom and the the best defense in the league at that time. Yeah. Bobby Wagner was there. If you get the football back all the time, and you're forcing a lot of three and outs. You're going to do well. The team can't score against you. We're talking about like San Francisco, right? Yeah. We're talking about a really good defense in the NFL right now. And Jimmy Garoppolo coming in. And their goal. Oh. Whoa. Oh, this could <laughs> change the game right here. Don't fall over. Oh, the kicker. The kicker makes a play. That's, that's a big play, that's man. That's a huge play. That's a big play. Okay, that's Jimmy Garoppolo. A, yeah. If your goal is to score 20 points in a game to yeah. win, yeah. it's a different story. Then look at Russell Wilson. La, la, do you see the laces? Danny, I, I, still, I still haven't heard a... Laces were backwards. Laces were back. 
I, I bet you the commentators bet. would be saying that right now. 100%. He missed the kick because the laces were backwards. We are the commentators. <laughs> Don't give me fucking kick got blocked because the laces were backwards. <laughs> you heard it here. Um, you keep saying things about Brady, and I'm just gonna keep coming back with things that I haven't heard answers to. So this is, I you've heard answers. This is you, one thing I will never ever ever admit that Brady is the best of all time. He's not. I guarantee he's not. I didn't see there the are best. better quarterbacks. I didn't say it. I said Rodgers was better. He's the best winner ever at the position. I don't even think that's... Wait, I don't think you can argue about silly, that. That's, that's a silly comment to make because he's one wins, of, wins are easy to calculate. Multiple right? eras, multiple teams, multiple comebacks. Multiple teams is two. That's not multiple. That's, that's multiple. That's a couple teams. <laughs> It's multiple. It's more than it's a, a single. <laughs> different coaches, different lines, different receivers. Guy just knows how to get it done. And that that's a skill. That's a skill. It's a weird thing that Brady had. <laughs> right? So Brady got paired with the best coach of all time in any sport of all time, forever, ever. No one is ever going to beat Bill Belichick. I agree. disagree. I agree. Thank you. So he, he luckily got paired with that guy. Could you fucking imagine if Peyton Manning got paired with Bill Belichick? I don't think Peyton's better than Brady at any point. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Brady, Brady has As a QB. As a QB. Running an offense. No. That's silly. He might, he, he might slightly be smarter, but they're the two smartest. What do you mean slightly smarter? And Brady, and Brady had a way better arm his whole career. Peyton Manning's decision-making was 9 out of 10. Brady's was 7. Danny, Danny you told me you weren't going to lie today. Athleticism, Peyton's was like 3 out of 10. Brady's was 2.5. Oh, Kirk, this is... Both this, of them? This is... Oh. oh, that's a head. That's a head to the head. Kirk Cousins on primetime is just a different animal, man. Terrible. He's so bad. His stats for prime time are so bad. I think we went to the, uh, he was in Seattle Thursday night football a couple of years ago. He, Monica, and Lucas went. It was awesome. My opinion on Brady is he's good. He's not the greatest. Mm. Mm-hmm. I will never, ever forever say he's the greatest I don't give a shit what other people say he won a lot of Super Bowls Bill Belichick was the mastermind behind them all and sub in decent QB and uh, they would have won his first one he played like seven downs it's true. Drew Bledsoe got to the Super Bowl. True. Bledsoe got injured. Bill Belichick was the mastermind. Josh McDaniels. No, Bill Belichick. And uh, so he won his first one pretty fucking easily. Bill Belichick was the mastermind behind Deflate Gate. Totally. And he might have been cheating the entire time. But <laughs> if you're not caught, and you're is it, cheating? Is it cheating? No, you fucking win, bro. <laughs> so 
Let's talk more about 2022 because nobody gives a shit what happened in the past. 2022. Actually, this is actually pretty good. I want you to look at your phone right now and look at the teams in the league and tell me 10 people that have been better than Brady so far. Um, <clears throat> Lamar Jackson, your favorite QB. I do love Lamar. Um, Josh Allen, easy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, easy. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to get to eight or nine. Can I look at my phone? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Dude, I'd pick Kyler Murray over him. No chance. Kyler has been awful. If you're trying to win today, Tom Brady. Trying to win today? Tom no Brady. chance. No chance. Kyler Murray is four feet tall. He can't even see over his line. Kyler Murray came back from like 400 points this week. You know who doesn't have to come back from points? Tom Brady. You know who scored three points in the first <laughs> seven and a half? So did Kyler. Week? That's fair. <laughs> um, Mac Jones. Denny. It <laughs> was a joke. Um, this is the problem. With the I think I, th I don't think there's this that is, many good. This is QBs. the problem with the NFL. Is there's no good QBs? Right? Yeah, there's exactly. Four. That's my point. There's Aaron Rodgers. There's Patrick Mahomes. There's Josh Allen. He's still a hot commodity. I pick Joe Burrow over him. I'd pick <clears throat> Russell Wilson over him. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, not after two weeks, you would not. Currently, yes. No. Yeah, Wilson I, has been if worse. If I want to try to win a Super Bowl this year, and I had a good offensive line, yeah. If the the Broncos are better than the Bucks, the Bucks have the best fucking defense in the league, bro. The Denver Broncos have a good defense as well. Suspect, top ten, not 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 best. And their weapons are equal to Tampa's. How many points have the Bucks given up in two weeks? Like, I don't 13? know. But I don't even. I can't even remember who they played in the week one. Exactly. So they gave up 10 points in week two. Yeah. And they beat the Cowboys 19-3. So they have given up 13 points in two That's weeks. That's how much I love my own team. I can't remember who they played. 13 points in two weeks. <laughs> they play the Packers in week three, so we'll see if they can hold the Packers to less than 10, but... That's ridiculous. That's got to be the best defense in the league right now. Well, I think the Bucks have the best. I think the Bucks have the best in the league. There you I go. I agree with you. I agree. But you still have to score more points than the other team. Scoring more than so they're currently averaging, giving up six and a half points a game. So you need to score That's like one touchdown. Average. Hey Tom. Tom, focus. Tom, focus on <laughs> focus on me. Tom. What are you looking off into space, Tom? Here we go. Tom, stop throwing iPads at your friends. Tom, Tom, here we go. You need to score one touchdown per game. One. Just that. That's it. We've put together the best. Tom, listen to this. The best humans in the world at tackling other humans. We put them together. We, we got 11 of them. They're there. All you need to do... I think he made a great decision going to the box. All you need to do is kick three field goals or one touchdown to win a football game. That's it. And Tom's like... Is that DK? No. That is. Yeah, is it plays, really? He plays the piano. Oh, boy. He's selling out hard for a sponsorship. 
told Carl the other day I'd never buy a DK Metcalf jersey. <laughs> Who do you have on the back there? Marshawn? I got Jamal Adams. Oh, you got Jamal. And I ordered a uh, Quandre Diggs jersey this year because I, like I thought he was the best Diggs, player. Diggs is awesome. But Wosu might be our best player. Dig, I, I, I think very highly of Diggs. I love Quandre Diggs yeah. so much. He's, First of all, he wears the best number in the world, number six. Second of all, he is so fun to watch, man. He's he very talented. Is, he's a superhuman. He looks like a piece of Lego. <laughs> like, if you stack, if you grab a piece of Lego, you know the ones with, like, the six nubbins on it? Yeah. And you put it up on its side. That's what Quandre Diggs looks like. He looks like a little brick. You know those red bricks that make old buildings? Yeah. Put one standing up on its end, and that's what Quandre Diggs looks like. And he hits people like that. Yeah, he's a monster. He's so fun to watch. That is an amazingly bad stat. 0 for 4 with two interceptions, throwing more than 10 yards. And you're about to get sacked. There he is, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Yikes. All right. So... What number would you put Tom Brady in the league right now at QB? Uh, can I look? Off the top of your are, head, are we me, say, off are the we, top of your head, give me a number and then you can look. Okay. Are we? There's two different questions. Is it after two weeks or if you like, want to win? If I want to win a Super Bowl this week, yeah. this year, yeah. What number are you draft? If you're in the draft, what number are you taking, Tom Brady? Seven. Teen. Seven. I'll give you my I'll give you my seven. Okay. If I wanted to win a Super Bowl this year. This year. <clears throat> so you got Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. I'll go through it. I'll go through it. Okay. Okay. I have Josh Allen. I have Lamar Jackson. I have Joe Burrow. I have Patrick Mahomes. I have Justin Herbert. And I have Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Stafford. So he's eight. What did I say? Seven? Do you think he's ahead of Russell Wilson to winning a Super Bowl today? I still think he's ahead of Wilson, yeah. No goddamn chance. <laughs> I think if Wilson is going to win a Super Bowl, he's going to win a Super Bowl with Denver. I don't think if you swap teams with him, he'd have a better chance with Tampa. I don't know enough both teams, but <clears throat> I know that the Tampa defense is better than the Denver defense. For sure. The offensive lines of both teams are very different, though. Tampa's offensive line is truly horrendous right now. <laughs> truly. They're playing a bunch of backups. You're having a, and you're having a guy that's 55 years old who can't scramble... And he's being protected by, like, third stringers. It's not a good recipe. I think I think they're going to get... I think they're going to beat Green Bay this weekend, but I think they're going to be exposed. And I don't think Green Bay is very good either. You think they're going to beat Green Bay? In Green Bay? I do. Is it in Green Bay? Uh, while I figure out if it's in Green Bay or not. Hold on. 
at Tampa. At Tampa without uh, Mike Evans. And without Godwin and possibly without Julio. I'm not sure. It'll be close, but like, the people that Rodgers is throwing to are just as horrendous. Like, he has no help this year either. Zero. That was a hell of a throw. Really, <laughs> really good throw. If you're, uh, answer me this question. If you're Russell Wilson, yep. and you're, you're on the Seattle Sea, what the fuck kind of play call was that? They ran a screen that was they just sniffed out right away. To one human who was surrounded by seven humans <laughs> wearing the other jersey, <laughs> and he still threw it. If you're Russell Wilson, and you feel like you have two years left in the prime of your career. Yeah. I think he went to a terrific team to try and give him that chance. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't think there's other teams that are better fits for him? Not that needed a QB. I feel like Tennessee needed a QB. Tennessee is much, much worse than Denver. Really? Yeah. They lost their second best player. In the off season, he's on Philly now. Who? AJ Brown. Like Never Tannehill is throwing. Tannehill's throwing to no one now, too. Not that Tannehill's good, but he's no help either. Um, mm. I think out of the teams that maybe need a QB, you could argue. Let's see, who do I think is good enough? I think so. You that, think at, at one and one, Denver is still a Super Bowl contender? I do, I do. I don't. I think maybe the Forty ers but he's not going to go to the same division. Mm. Um, there, well, there's no way the Seahawks would have traded them, traded him in their division, unless they gave up a ridiculous amount. That's the only team that he could have gone to that has a legit Super Bowl chance. Originally, I thought Tennessee. Yeah, they like two they, years ago they lost a lot of their key players. Yeah. yeah, they lost a lot of guys on their line and a lot of, and then AJ Brown's gone. And as good as QBs are, if they're throwing to dog shit, they're not going to be open. NFL, NFL is so fun. It's so crazy coming into like week one of the NFL coming in. My top five teams would probably be very different than they would today. And the only team that is on, well, there's two teams on those, on that top five that is the Chiefs and the Bills. Yeah. Otherwise, the other three are probably different. Maybe the Chargers are up there. Are I, the think, Chargers I think the Chargers top five team. Probably just outside the top five, but right the Chargers right. should have beaten the Chiefs. Yeah. Like without question. Are you a fantasy guy? Huge. Huge? Huge. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I can't do it. But I've moved away from like season-long fantasy like Yahoo or ESPN to daily fantasy. Daily? It's daily. It's the, they call it DFS. But like for NFL, it's every Sunday. Carl, I didn't even know this existed. 
the best. DFS. You draft you draft a new team every week, basically, and you play for like million. Million. Yeah. There's a million dollar winner every single week. How many weeks of the year are you drafting Kirk Cousins? One, if his price is low enough. So you got to build a <laughs> roster with a certain amount of money. And some weeks he is going to be very cheap playing against bad defenses. But most of the time you will not draft a Kirk Cousins. Fair. So your two questions to me were, who is the most surprising team of the year yes and who is the most disappointing so far yes okay so i'm i want your most disappointing first for me uh indianapolis colts fair oh and two and like the who's their qb they got matt ryan in the offseason who's not that good no um but Joe Flacco. they've been pathetic Pathetic. Um, and then my most surprising, most surprising. I'm gonna say, and I was, and I always thought the Eagles were gonna be good, but the, I'm gonna say the Eagles and the Dolphins. Are the Dolphins two and zero? They are. They beat two decent teams, I think. The Ravens is an impressive win. Ravens is Especially a good a, win. A big comeback. And they beat Who the they, beat, they beat the Pats in week one. Who are mediocre. They're mediocre, but it's interdivision. Um and they beat them handily. Like it wasn't even a game really. And they Miami spent a lot of money in the offseason, so they're gonna like hopefully they're gonna be good. I think it's going to be very hard to stop their offense. Their defense is not good, but they have like terrific skill position guys. Is Mac Jones a good QB in the NFL? He's going to always be in the 12 to 16 range. So like Matt Stafford. <laughs> stop. Stop it. Like who? Like who? Like uh, Tannehill. Like a Kirk Cousins. Mac Jones is already better than Tannehill. Uh, he, Year one, he had nobody around him. I know. And he's he's, he's not going to be. He's not going to be anything special. He doesn't do anything like great. He manages games. He's like he's a like Jimmy G. I think Jimmy G's better than Tannehill. <laughs> I think Jimmy G's pretty close. They're both pretty close. They're both shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like even. I say they're shit and they're probably like middle of the NFL starting. Last question. Do you think Stafford is better than Tom Brady? 2022? Yes. Stafford's better? Yeah. I said Stafford gives you a better chance to win a Super Bowl. So in your ranking of seven, he was Tom Brady has fallen to eight. Currently, but no, no. Saying, I said, I said, I said. You didn't say. Stafford. I said, I did, I did. No, it was did. the last one I said. So Stafford is also in there. So Tom Brady's falling. Tom Brady's nine. eight. No, Tom Brady's eight. Stafford was the last one I said. I promise. We're gonna run it back. Girl. Yeah, we'll we'll so. look at the we'll look at the tape. I'm pretty sure no. Because <laughs> I I know that I said it and you didn't uh, say anything about it and that's why I remember. <laughs> okay, let's go to the tennis tour. 
What do you think of the Australian guy? What's I love name? Kyrgios. Fuck, he's fun to watch, he's, man. Kyrgios I, I and love, Sinner. I love Can anyone. Kyrgios and Sinner in the in a major final. I know. Those guys are lunatics, man. Anyone, anyone that goes against what people want them to do. Yep. Oh, oh. <laughs> here you go. Nav is losing his mind right now. Um, what was that, man? That was another screenplay. That he should have just thrown that in the dirt. That's a young. But that's a young are, guy not understanding what you should be doing up seventeen in the fourth quarter. Hundred percent. You have th- this is getting thrown to absolutely no one, and it goes off his hands. It's but not a bad time, throw. But what are you? What are you calling that for? Well, it's not him calling. Whoa. <laughs> Like it's right into his hands. He should catch it, but that should not be called. That's not his call, though. No, no, no. I'm That's not saying. I'm not call. saying it's his call, but I think it's still his call to throw that in the dirt, Fair. which is what like a Rogers does or in that audible. situation. Audible. Or, Get out of it. Yeah. You should just you should just eat clock there with a run on third and long, up seventeen. I watched a lot of the US Open. Be called PI. Not a lot. But I watched a lot of a, of a bunch of matches. Are you a tennis guy? I'm getting into it. It's it's tremendous TV. I appreciate. They're so. I appreciate the top athletes in any sport. Yeah, they're 100%. so good. It doesn't matter what sport it is. Soccer, which I think is a load of bullshit. Waiting for your <laughs> tennis, which I think is fucking awesome. Tennis Golf, is which awesome. is the hardest thing in the entire world. Oh NFL, God, which is cousins. the second hardest thing in the entire world. NBA, mediocre. Do you watch college basketball? Uh, during the season, no. March Madness. Every second of every. <laughs> March Madness is so fucking fun. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like a major in golf, man. Yeah. Like you build your life around this event. So cool. That is terrifying. That one of the best athletes in the world who can play in the NFL can fumble someone an interception that is thrown right at your chest. That is terrifying. Another one. Oh, oh he caught God, it this got time. Picked again. Oh, he dropped it. That's Slay's second pick. What just happened there? That was weird. He's such a good DB, too. Kirk Cousins need to get subbed out. Should they put Geno Smith back in there? <laughs> Might give him a better chance than Prime Kirk. So, primetime Kirk Cousins. Is, primetime Kirk Cousins is easily... One of the worst quarterbacks of, the worst of all time. I've ever seen. He's one of the worst quarterbacks of all time. You're throwing a, a fade to the corner of the end zone, and you threw it nine yards short. That's almost that's like DJ Dallas. That's such that's so disheartening after your defense just comes up with that play too. A huge play. <laughs> Shall we rock and roll to another episode? I have one more question. Okay. We can go. I'm ready. Um, 
Do you think three teams in the AFC West make the playoffs? Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. Yes. I agree. So I think the Chiefs win that division. So that's Chargers, Broncos, Raiders. And the Raiders are currently 0-2. Baby. Yeah. Battle back, Adam Brigley. <laughs> Uh, then the Broncos are one one and the Chargers are one one Yeah. I would love to see the Broncos, the next, or sorry, the Chargers, the next best team. But there's a legit chance that the Broncos could also be a wildcard team. Absolutely. See, I think, I think three of them are going to get in, but I also think it's going to be very hard because they're going to, they're going to play each other a lot so someone has to lose and then you also have the Dolphins and the Bills who I think are both going to make the playoffs well the Bills are the best team in the AFC yeah but then in the AFC North you also have three potential playoff teams too the Bengals no they're not going to make the playoffs no so they're going to go Super Bowl to miss yes I can see that I didn't think you'd say that because I think, I think, I think I prefer them to make the playoffs because yeah. I like Joe. Burrow I think it's a, a huge, it's like that's that's a huge missed opportunity for them. <clears throat> like that's massive. Yeah. Uh, Ravens, Browns, Bengals. I could see all three having a chance to win the division. After what I've seen, I think the Ravens are going to win the division. I think the Ravens win the division, and I think the Browns are battling for a wild card spot. Or sorry, the Bengals are yeah. battling for a wild card spot, and then. The AFC South is is as big of a joke as it's ever been again. Uh, because which is the, the Titans, the Colts, the Texans, and the Jags. And the Titans were the AFC winners last year, and they are going to finish with five wins. The Colts, who I thought were going to be good, are going to finish with like eight wins. And I do not trust the Jags or the Texans. Why do they have these divisions? So one of them has to make the playoffs. Why not, why not just be like the best teams get into the playoffs right. and they seed them one to 16? If you have a go. losing record, you should not make the playoffs. Correct. Why does that? I don't understand that division thing. Yeah. It's bizarre. I get that like every single season, your schedule is harder or weaker or harder than it was the year before. Yeah. I get it. But the division thing makes no sense to me. There should be a conference. Why and not just two conferences? Each each conference has 16 teams. Mm-hmm. And the top eight, what makes the playoffs currently? 16? Uh, Less. 14. Okay, so why not just the top seven from each conference make the playoffs and then you go? I... Agree 100%. Why is Especially there the when there's four teams I mean, as bad man, as the AFC remember South. Remember the Seahawks made the playoffs like a handful of years ago and then they they were the 7-9 and nine, and they won their division because the Niners were trash. The yeah. Cardinals have been historically trash and the Rams were trash that year. And then they played the Saints at home and they won that game. Remember that? Beast mode had yeah, that I do remember that. Run. That was the run. 
That was the stiff arm of all time. Yeah. The best stiff arm of all time. Carl, mark it down. That was the best. That all, was one of the best runs of all time. All time. Is that where he Marsh- jumped, did he jump backwards in the end zone on that one? Uh, no, he grabbed his crotch. And yeah, he but got, he, he, he grabbed his crotch and jumped backwards. <laughs> I swear, I promise. <laughs> Gotta look this up. Like he went into the end zone and jumped back to the two-yard line? No, 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 no. Like he was running into the end zone and while he ran in, he jumped and turned and grabbed his crotch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was it. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> Marshawn is all-time legendary. Regardless of numbers, Skittles, gas, Skittles, yards, Skittles, Skittles, Skittles press conferences, doesn't matter. That guy is 100% top of the top dudes. Yeah. He was such a good dude. Dude, he came back in the playoff a couple years later after he retired. He signed a like a three-day contract. That's right. Just to show up to be like, Penny, yeah, Carson, I got your back, bro. Yeah. I want to fucking show up and just teach you. That's so cool. I thought that was really cool. He didn't play the whole season. He's a good guy. And then... <laughs> Couple years later, <laughs> do you see his uh, shenanigans in Vegas a couple weeks ago? Probably, but remind me. So Marshawn Lynch likes to get after the uh, cannabis. Oh yeah, he enjoys it. I wouldn't be surprised if he was on the Hennessy as well. Yeah, and uh, he got pulled over by the cops. I do remember this now. He was incoherent. Yeah. He had no, out of, out of four tires that are normal in a car, he had zero of them left. Was he less he was, or more co- incoherent than a current Tom Brady? I'd say he was like 72% of a current Tom Brady. <laughs> so Tom Brady, full CTE. Marshawn was Not less great, than that. Right? Marshawn was like, Full CTE, 100%. Cannabis, Hennessy. Hennessy is a dangerous drug. It is. First of all. I've been there. And then he was also smoking the blunts on top of that. So it was like 4 a.m. He got he gets pulled over. He doesn't have any tires on his car. And the cops pull him over. And they say, whose car is this? And, he, and he's laughing. He's like, I don't know. Like, it's not yours? He's like, nope. <laughs> it's like straight like, out of the hangover. Sir, do you know that you have don't, don't have any tires on your car? He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then one of the cops, there's this epic YouTube video. Watch it if you haven't seen it. It says, you have a grill in your mouth. Is that, uh, like, can you pull that out or is that temporary or permanent? And he, and he smiles, and he's not even opening his eyes, Mike. He's like this. It's permanent. <laughs> <laughs> so he is absolutely shit-faced out of his mind. He's driving a car with no tires. He's driving on the rims. That's amazing. Through Vegas, he gets pulled over, and he is pumped that he gets to explain to a cop that he is a permanent grill. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Super Bowl prediction, Mike. For this year? 
Yeah. Uh, Hold on. Are we being sarcastic or are we being serious? Serious. AFC Championship game. Go. Chiefs. Bills. Okay. NFC Championship game. Bucks. Rams. Okay. I don't think you know how bad the teams are. In the I don't NFC. think you know how bad Tom Brady is. <laughs> Dude, that guy has been borderline handicapped for the first two weeks. I still think he's the second best, third best quarterback in that division on, or in that conference. In that division, maybe. Okay. Your turn. So. I think we're on the same. I think we're on the same side on on one conference. Okay, so AFC champion is the Buffalo Bills. NFC champion is Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Jesus! Okay, so you think the the Tampa Bay? I just Bay don't. Bucks, I don't trust anyone else. You think the Tampa Bay Bucks play the Bills in the Super Bowl? And they the do. Bills beat them 107 to 3. The Bills beat them 147 by to a touchdown and a half. Come on, man. All right. Denzel's prediction Buffalo, KC, yeah. NFC Championship. Who wins? Buffalo. Okay. Uh, NFC is. It's gross in that in that conference. It's really, really hard. Yeah. The NFC is not good. No. There's not many good teams. Seahawks. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say the... I'm going to say the Saints and the Rams. The Saints? Saints and the Rams. Do you know who their quarterback is? Yes. That's how bad the NFC is. Jameis Winston? There's no dude. You name, know what? Name a better quarterback in the NFL and the NFC. Than Jameis? Lamar. In the NFC. Lamar. Lamar's in the AFC. You were correct. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens are in the AFC, bro. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your options of good teams are the Rogers. I guess Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, but the Packers aren't going nowhere this year. I don't think so either. They haven't gone anywhere for a while. So I say NFC Championship is the Saints and Rams. Yeah, and I say Rams Bills final. Even though I fucking hate. Matt Stafford getting back to the Super Bowl. But I think the Bills are going to hum- humiliate. If what's happening continues to happen, I think the Bills are going to have like a historically good year. Unless they get a, a ridiculous injury. Yeah. The Bills are really, really, really good at football. Yeah. And the Bills win the Super Bowl. 39 to... 17. Okay, you heard it here. Hammer the Bills futures. Hammer them. 
But the best thing about the NFL, and we talk about this all the time, is in one injury. Yeah, one injury. Away literally from one play. Being dog shit. From not making the playoffs. Yeah. Be a Super Bowl winner to not making the playoffs. That's yeah. one injury. Absolutely. It's wild. It's the be- that's why it's the best sport in the world. Do you believe the PGA or the NFL is the best sport in the world? As a consumer, as a fan. So here's my thoughts on the NFL. So and I truly avoiding, believe this. Avoiding the question currently. No, it answers it a little bit. <laughs> um, I think 90% of the time, NFL games are shit. And that is why I... I'd say watch my 60% own, of the time. Why I watch Not my maybe. own team and I watch Red Zone a lot. But most of the time, games are pretty bad. And unless you're at the stadium, the product on TV isn't terrific. There's a lot of stoppages. Um, but when you get a... When you have a full slate of games, like if the NFL was spread over a week, I don't think it would be very good. But because it's all on the same day... And you can pick and choose really good games. I think it's awesome. But I don't think that the product is always good. I think most of the time, the product on the PGA is quite good. Unless you get like a weird, like none of the top players in the world are playing. Like this past week? Yeah. Max Homa is a top 10 player in the world and he beat all the guys that are top 100. Yeah. Good for him. Suck the two best players in the world play on the live golf tour. Two best. How do you just have Two of the top three. Who? DJ. DJ is not. And Cam Smith. DJ is not a top five. I think Rory and Cam Smith are the best two players in the world. DJ is not a top five player in the world right now. Not even He's close. top three. Not even close. Absolutely. Not even close. Put him in a competition weekly for the next 10 weeks. He's, he wouldn't win he'd, one. He'd win twice. He wouldn't win one. If he cared, he'd win twice. The problem is he doesn't care. <laughs> he does not give a shit, right? He does not he give a care. shit. He's not winning. I think he still would. The best five. He's five never. He's never world. not won. Best five players in the world currently. Scotty Scheffler. Absolutely. Cam Smith. Yep. Hunter Rory. Rory. Three. You could convince me on four and five. Not DJ. Easily. Not DJ. Um, I'd probably have to look it up, but it's like it's those three and everyone else to me. So I would put JT pretty close to that. I wouldn't. If he's number four, five, or eight, he's very, very close in that conversation. Yeah. I would probably... Hmm. Max Homa's close, man. Homa has been exceptional over the last year. Yeah. He's won four of the last 40 events. I think you could probably argue Finau is in the top 10 right now, too. He's won... Top 10. Yeah. Top 10, 100%. not, not, Not top five. Golf is the best sport. NFL is fucking awesome. NFL weekly, the fall, it wins every single week. Playoff baseball is wicked. October, early November, playoff baseball is awesome. 
Okay. Uh, the NFL is okay. Sick. I would put in my top five Scheffler, Rory, Smith, uh, Zalatoris, and John Rom. Put Zally up there, eh? Yeah. He's won one tournament in his life. He, I think he's been the top five player for a while. <laughs> he has. He you know how, f- if you look at his world <laughs> golf rankings, it's I actually know. mental. I know. How fast he's gone up and how many times he's come close to winning. He's sixth in the world now. You know who's dangerously close to uh, Zalatoris' trajectory? Don't say Saeed. He is. He's, he is. Never, he's never been close in a major. Look at, so basically Sahith is where Zalatoris was two years ago, right now. Zalatoris was on the web.com two years ago. Two years ago, Zalatoris was around 50 to 60 world ranking. The only, why I disagree with you there is because Willie Z is a top two ball striker in the world. I don't think Sahith does anything exceptionally well. But. But well, Denny says so. No, no, no. This is a conversation, man. You can rebuttal anytime you want. But Will, yeah, putting stroke. It's horrifying. Oh, <laughs> horrific. <laughs> like, would you sub in my putting stroke for Will's? I'd sub your putting stroke in for most people's. Thank you. Yeah. That's a big compliment. But I am not a top 100 <laughs> player in the world. <laughs> Whereas... Sahith is a top 100 player in the world. He's currently 55 in the world. He went up 331 spots this year. Do you want to make a small wager? On? 20 bucks. Okay. Sahith Thigala finishes outside of the top 40 in the world this coming year. Next year? Yeah. So he's currently 55. I don't think he'll move up 15 spots. You think you'll move up less than 15 spots for 20 bucks? 100% deal. 100%. Okay. I think it'll be... I think... Okay. My guess is 27 in the world next year. Okay. I think he's going to win one tournament. Okay. In 2023. I hope you're right. He's 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 an easy guy to root for. Very easy guy to root for. The good thing is he doesn't do anything shitty. Whereas no. Willie Z can't putt. It's weird though. Just look at his major stats. He's an above average putter in majors. It's an interesting thing because like whenever it comes down to the last putt and he's had a handful of them. Yeah. His putting stroke looks like someone is having a seizure. I know. I know. All right. Lights out. We both think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. We both think Brady is the best ever. Both think Brady is a hard candidate for CTE. Someone needs to take him into the hospital. And uh, we're going to do this again. Very short. Good job. Go Hawks. <laughs>